94, episode 94. Let me tell you what's crazy about being this episode, this being episode 94. I start every episode by proclaiming the number episode that I'm on. And I'm sitting here, so I just, uh, a future resource on the podcast will be a book I just read, uh, but it was a guy's autobiography, or a biography, rather, and uh, Kurt Cobain was mentioned several times in the several times in the book. Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind, perfect, like perfection of an album. I love it, always have. And I was like, man, I'm gonna share some Nirvana lyrics on episode on on the episode today. And so I find my Nirvana lyrics, and then I look. I go to record it. Here I am now, and I see, and that's when I notice what episode we're on, number 94, the year that Kurt Cobain died. So with that, come as you are, as you were, as I want you to be, as a friend, as a friend, as an old enemy. Take your time, hurry up, choice is yours, don't be late. Take a rest as a friend, as an old memory. Come doused in mud, soaked in bleach, as I want you to be. As a friend, as a friend, as an old memory. Come on, man. Dude. Gone too soon, Kurt Cobain. Uh, And my fellow left-handed guitarist. Today on the podcast is uh, a guy who I became friends with over the last 12 months. We met at the gym. His name's Mark Hill. Our kids have gone to the same school, and now him and I train at the same gym. Uh, and he's a great guy. He's a great guy, uh, a friend, a fellow dad and jujitsu practitioner, a fellow white belt. And I really enjoyed my conversation with him. As always, I want to say thank you to everybody who supports the show. Uh, if you support the show, it helps me, uh, improve the equipment that I have so I can always be producing uh, high quality audio and you can go to the description of the show and support the show for one dollar could be five dollars could be ten dollars a month whatever you do i appreciate it and uh whether you support or not i do appreciate you listening without further ado please enjoy my conversation with the mighty mark hill podcast everybody i'm here with my guest mark hill how you doing i'm doing great man that's a hell of an intro <laughs> dude do you ever say someone's name and immediately go did i just call them by the wrong name oh yeah i do it all the time what's your name mark hill <laughs> <laughs> uh welcome to the show man i know you listen to the show from time to time i do and we're new friends we've, we've known each other less than a year yep and we met at Open Guard Gym, our Jiu-Jitsu Academy in Oconomowoc. Accurate, accurate. Who are you? Well, I'm a 43-year-old male, Yeah. Uh, originally born in Illinois, uh, moved up to Wisconsin in 1996. So I've spent the majority of my time in Wisconsin, so I kind of consider myself a Wisconsinite now. Majority of time. Uh, tell me, how old were you when you moved here? 18, 17, oh, 18, okay. so just 18 yeah. Yeah, just a transitional time. I graduated high school. My brother was going into fifth grade. My dad had always wanted to live in a rural environment, so we yeah. just packed up the suburbs and phew, bought a place out in the middle of nowhere. 
That's an old age of kids to be moving away from their friends and everything. Yeah, it was a transition for me. Yeah. I went from malls and concrete jungle to dirt patches and coyotes. And you went up north? Yeah, uh, up near the Dells. Little like a thirty acre hobby farm. Your bro- I've hung out with your brother a couple times. Yeah, yeah. He's up there, right? Yeah, he lives with my mom, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about you now. Uh well, forty three. I'm forty three. I've got two kids. Yeah. Uh you know one of my children pretty intimately because uh that's one of the threads that ties us together that we didn't necessarily know about when our we started. kids went to the same daycare. Our kids went to the same daycare. Yes, yes Micah, who probably everybody is well aware because he's like a co-host at Most this point. Most people, yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Micah is awesome. My daughter uh, adores Micah. They get along great. Matilda? Uh, yeah, Matilda. Yeah, Awesome she, name. Yeah. She, Where'd that name come from? You know, it was just a name we pulled out of thin air. Lana and I kicked her out a lot of names. Uh, I like to throw things against the wall and see what sticks. And we just yeah. talked and talked and talked. Real like Madeline. And then uh, Caddy Corner across from us, the uh, they had their kid like six months before Matilda, and they named oh. her Madeline. And we were like, "Well, Madeline's out." So Those jerks. Yeah, <laughs> very popular name at the time. Kind of yeah. glad we went with Matilda. It fits her perfectly. So. Yeah. And then your son's name is Mandon. Mandon, which is my middle name. Yeah. Your middle name, Mark Mandon Hill. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, triple M and then L, because your wife Lana. Mm-hmm. Does she ever feel like, like, um, marginalized in the Hill household? No, I don't think so. No, she's she's the boss. I mean, she's number one. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> are you king of the hill? Oh yeah, oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm just not realizing how what a cool last name that is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, king of the hill. Yeah, absolutely. I've been called Hank a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, even on like the mats and jujitsu, you could be like, you want to get like over the hill. I don't know. Yeah, climb, <laughs> climb this hill. Yeah, I don't know. But all of those things are kind of the hill being defeated. That's true. I was going to so say like, it's generally not good to be the hill. Everybody climbs the hill, you know. Oh, so. but you could like you could like be f- rolling ju- fighting with somebody in jiu-jitsu and be like this time the hill's going to climb you. <laughs> oh, I could have some good one-liners. Yeah. Yeah, the sure, hills over sure. you. I like to whisper Andrew Wiltsey, the Daisy Fresh guy. He says um the most important part of every submission is the eye contact. Oh, I Whichever like that. Like. I like that. And for you, it could be the sweet nothings you whisper as you choke. Oh, absolutely. Well, Tom, our 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 gym mate Tom Grimmer has taught oh, yeah. me the sweet art of whispering sweet nothings. So you know what he does when he I roll with him, he uh he slaps me in the face. <laughs> he does Stockton slap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tommy's um, got away. He's got I away. Need, <laughs> we need to get Tom on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. He's an interesting fellow. He's got a story to share on this show that. Uh, it's really his story to share, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's a tease, that's a tease if I've ever heard one. Yes. <laughs> Wolfpack Podcast is a show where if you have something smart to say, somebody probably already said it better. The idea of the show is we, you can create something new. We could write a book. We could write a... And we should do those things. If we have a creative bone in our body, we should use it. However... There's an over-obsession with originality, and sometimes you can influence a person just through what you recommend. The example I always use is there's a book called New Morning Mercies that has had a profound impact on my life, and my friend Steve, Steve Tripp, recommended that book to me. And so now every time I read that book and it has an impact on my life, Steve is has kind of has his hand on that influence, and all he did was say, you should check out this book. Bands. Somebody, my favorite band of all time, someone showed it to me at some point. 
and they're like deeply important to me, but somebody recommended it to me. So my point of the show is that we can influence people positively simply through recommending what we consume. The quote I always share is, uh, sometimes in order to truly love something, you have to see someone else love it first. Um, there's like a permission giving mm-hmm, when we do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that to say, what have you consumed that everyone should consume? What are your resources? So Fun, silly, stupid, yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So I've got a corny one. Please. But I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that one in the chamber and save that for a second. So a great resource that I have just come upon in maybe like the last month. Uh, you ever heard of Substack? Substack is it an app? It is an app. It's also a site. You know, it's a site. It's yeah. a, it's a basically a, a company. Okay. Uh, but they're kind of freelancing journalism. Okay. So some journalists maybe that don't want to work for large newspapers. Yeah, you know, don't want to take part in that machine per se, but still want to perform their, you know, their journalistic duty. Yeah, um, you can subscribe to them on Substack, and you can get really, really good. Um, it's really my newspaper now. It's where oh, I go sure. for my news sources. Gotcha. I don't. When you think about like this world that we're in, everything's curated. Right, yeah. so even CNN is a curated content, but or with a or, lot of I'm, bias. Yeah, all of them are. Yeah. So I guess I'm like, well, if I'm gonna choose a bias, I'm gonna choose my own bias, and so yeah. I'm just gonna take the people that I. Now, granted, I'm pretty wide, varying, you know, tastes. So, sure. but like Barry Weiss, who used to, uh, I think it was MSNBC or CNN, yeah. she used to write for, and she got sick of that, and she's like, I don't want to be part of that machine anymore, and she so and the content's great. It's been really good. It's been really good for me to reconnect because I kind of cut news out of the loop completely. I did too last year. Uh, so Substack is like a collective of writers. Yep. Yeah. Ex- exactly. That's exactly. Cool. And it uh, and they and uh, there's not a lot of oversight. To Which the, is great. Yes. It they they are like you're the artist. You do what you do. So do you subscribe to subst? Does a user subscribe to Substack or do they subscribe to a writer? It, to a writer. It's oh, kind cool. of a Patreon style. Oh, you know. Okay, you know. Cool they'll charge X amount of dollars. But it's been a really good space for me to find quality journalism, which I kind of caught out of my life, and I was like, I need to get... It's like a necessary evil. So I was like, glad to get back into that. So You heard it here, folks. Substack. They're about to blow up. Yeah. (laughs) What else you got? Uh, Okay, so second, and this is the corny one. Okay. And this kind of goes, plays into the jujitsu thing. So you and I are kind of new friends. Yeah. I would say we are adversaries at the gym. Yeah. And I mean that in a totally complimentary way. Yeah. No, I'm totally with your frenemies. I have that, like Forrest, uh, guy who's never been on the show, but he's a guy that, uh, he's, he's one of my best friends at the gym, but that stems from the wars that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would share that with you. Yes, absolutely. It's this. You raise my game, yeah. I raise your game, yeah. and it's how we push each other. 100%. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, a couple of weeks ago, was it last week, a couple of weeks ago, we had the belt promotion. Yeah. And uh, the blue-eyed monster, because it was a blue belt promotion yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people. Like 12 people went to yeah, the blue belt. Yeah, and yeah. for those non-jujitsu people listening, this isn't like... Um, some like Taekwondo gym where, you know, you just keep paying your monthly fee and you'll be a black belt in six months or something. I mean, getting a blue belt takes probably a minimum two years, a lot of work, a lot of discipline, and the gym has super high standards. Uh, so for that many people to graduate was crazy timing and just really incredible. It was incredible to watch. And yeah. it's so amazing. 
Okay. It also stirred up a lot of uh, unsightly, un- unseemly feelings inside of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I had a lot of jealousy in like a half in a, in a period of twenty four hours, I went through a, a myriad of emotions, mostly involving me wanting my blue belt. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, we Tuesday class comes around. You were in there, and we talked. Yeah, kind of opened up to you a little bit. You know, I got a little vulnerable. Yeah, and uh, you really came back with some great advice. Oh. Which I'm not going to necessarily share the advice, sure. but um, I think another great resource that we don't lean on enough is our friends. And sometimes it's great because resource. we're not willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. And so it was just a moment where, and I feel like I can be vulnerable with you probably because you have a lot of power in jujitsu. I'm oh. just saying when, when two guys fight on the mat and you get me in an arm bar or something, you just break my arm if you really wanted to. Sure. Uh, sure. But you don't. And, and as could you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the point. And there's that tr- there's that understanding that like I'm gonna let Tyler do his thing because I trust him. Yeah, sure. Um, and so I kind of trusted you, and man, did it pay off. So it was nice. just one of those things where it was like it really just changed my whole perspective in a minute. And I've just it was just you know like you just wiped it away. Yeah. So that was awesome. Well, I, I appreciate really pre- that. Well, I really appreciate you. Well, thanks, man. Well, I'll tell you what's crazy. You're you're 43. I'm th- what you're exactly 10 years older than me, uh, which I think like the gap between 13 and 23 is far larger than the gap between 33 and 43. Uh, agreed. I say all that to explain the fact that we're essentially the same guy. I think you have 10 years more wisdom than me. And I, and I mean that like I, I take age seriously, but, but at the same time, uh, we're in a very similar stage of life. Agreed. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, guys like us, don't have friends guys in our stage of life it is cra- it's like a problem it like is a real ag- problem agreed agreed like you had friends in high school and if you went to college you got friends there and then you got work buddies and then and then kids come along and friends take a back seat until you find yourself 33 35 38 43 with no friends yeah especially sure. if you don't have siblings or something like that yeah <clears throat> crazy man Which especially you if you're like the type of guy who we are where we kind of go hard yeah. On things. Yeah, sure. Not everybody's into that. Right. You dive into Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> so gr- I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my, my faith community for that. But I'm also f- uh, communi- uh, grateful to my jiu-jitsu community for that. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, even, even working at my church, uh, it, you know what? They say pastors have a hard time like being friends with people because you can only share so much. That's true, but I don't let that go very far because I'm very, very honest about myself as a pastor. I say all the time, I go, yeah, I'm an ordained minister, and I don't care uh, about sharing with you that I struggle with this or I struggle with sure, that. Sure, for or, sure. Or alcohol is a real problem for me. For sure. Uh, you know, I, I have to keep those things in check and actually being honest about it. I say all that to say that thankful for the gym because of this resource you're sharing because you get to have friends, yeah. which are harder to come by as you get older. Uh, Yes. Yeah. You're you nail nail it right on the head for sure. Well, as Dan LaPaz says, sometimes you're the nail and sometimes you're the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, there's another guy downstairs, Garrett, you know, Purple Bell Garrett. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh he says, you know, it's the bug in the windshield, which is the same thing. But one day I came in and he goes, Man, you're looking like the bug today. And I said, <laughs> Yeah, and when I was leaving, he goes, Hey, be the windshield tomorrow. <laughs> and then I went to work and I was the windshield and it was, uh, you know, I went, woke up the next day and I felt like a windshield. And yeah. man, 
That's awesome, man. He's a guy I'd like to get on the show. Oh, Garrett. Garrett. He seems interesting. He's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I love talking to him and I love rolling with him. Uh, I just something tells me uh, he's got a lot to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'd he's like a guy that I think once you crack open, you're just like, you know, you're gonna find out what's going on there. And you know what else is cool about him? Also, sort of rare. Very nice. Yes. Nice guy. He is. He's been very helpful to me. Yeah. Many times. Yes. So. I remembered before joining the gym, seeing a picture of him on the Instagram. Dan just posted, uh, the, the gym owner posted a picture of him, and I was like, I, I don't know, it just stuck out to me. Like, I remember, I was like, oh, that's the guy from the Instagram. And now he's the guy we roll with. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's, you got another resource? Well, okay. So the third resource. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like my snack of choices is under attack here, and and again, under I don't wanna, attack. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I am t- lactose intolerant. I don't. Are, no, you're not. I am. Oh, man, you're. I did not know that. You but, know, I'm a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to share these things when your friends bring over snacks. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been at several as fight fans. We've been at several social gatherings we together, have, and have. you have a you have an iconic. I snack. do. I do. It is called Moon Cheese. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna reach over here. Yeah, let's hear it. As a non-video podcast. Yeah, non-video podcast, but I'll give some auditory, yeah. uh, you know, we got some moon cheese. So it's like, what is it's it, really, though? It's just freeze-dried free cheese. Okay. Uh, but it's gluten-free. It's got a lot of protein. It's keto-friendly. Okay. More importantly, it won't it won't damage your training. You know, it won't won't take you backwards, like some high-sodium. It'll damage you know, mine. High-fat, uh, you know, other snacks. It will damage yeah. your <laughs> lower GI tract, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Moon cheese. Moon cheese. Yeah, so here, that's my on. advice. Let's take, let's take your thumbnail picture right now. Will you hold up some of that moon cheese? Oh, will you grab... I'll give you a gift. Will you grab the fire fries as well? I gave Mark a whole bag of Slim Jim fire fries. And uh, I'm, of course, trashing the fire fries. I'll be eating these oh, before, before the podcast is over, probably. Boom. Nailed it. Got it. Um, we just took a picture on the podcast, if anyone's wondering. So resources are friends. Love it. Uh, the first one was Substack. And so I just went two, one, three. This is like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. And <laughs> number three is moon cheese. Yeah, moon cheese. Don't don't give in to the processed uh, corn fry conglomerate. Dude, I am not so- gonna bow at the throne of big cheese. You know what I'm saying? That seems like a bold statement to take in Wisconsin. I just yeah. want to say that you know, as a maybe, maybe eat lo- eat local. Yeah, I don't know. eat local. <laughs> I do. I perhaps. Do. Do they have lacto- lactose uh, free cheese? I, I thought the cheese making process was supposed to eliminate a good portion of the lactose. Well, I didn't want to get into the hard hitting subjects today, but there are uh, lower there are cheeses with lower um, lactose. lactose, like feta or sounds like an opportunity. Sounds right like sounds like the 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 dried low lactose cheese market. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've got it cornered. You know what I like is goat cheese. <laughs> I, love- <laughs> I don't know why. I just, this conversation's really funny to me. I feel like, uh, I don't know, we're going to go watch Fixer Up or something like that after this. <laughs> now I really feel like I need to get in a fight today. Yeah, to oh, don't worry. <laughs> counterbalance this conversation. <laughs> I think the clock's ticking on that one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Coming up, taking a, cl- a jiu-jitsu class today. Two of them. Two of them. Double. Gi and yep. no gi. I can't wait. Two days. Dude. My my Tuesdays and Thursdays are usually double downs. So, dude, I am, I've I've dealt with it. We're gonna. I'm taking my family to pick apples this Saturday. I will miss open mat. A very rare thing mm-hmm. is missing missing a Saturday Absolutely. class. Absolutely, but doing that and then, um, which I'm excited about. We do it once a year with a certain group of friends, and then uh, 
next week I'm going to miss Thursday through Saturday. Yeah. How are you going to survive? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I legit, I'm th- legitimately thinking like, well, maybe somebody will come over and roll with me right, on that right. Saturday. Yeah. You know, I just need to break a sweat and choke somebody. You know what I mean? Or more so break a sweat and get choked is usually what happens. You just got to get Mike up to speed. He's getting there. He's getting there. I know. I know, man. I've got Mandon. And so having a Yeah, tank. both your kids and your wife all do jujitsu. Yep, yep. Awesome. Yes. And t- he, Mandon is at 10 years old. He's ready to tangle. So, yeah. you know. I really like talking to your kids, man. And I feel, and I know kids just don't open up right away to adults. It's usually a good thing uh, for them. But like, man, and like, told me, he's like, hey, tomorrow's my birthday. Just so you know. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm very interested in you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to force you to tell me. About oh, for sure. So they're starting to open up to me. And oh, Matilda's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to come over for 269. And yes. Then, uh, uh, December 11th. You'll get all you can handle on that night, you know. I will be there. Yeah. I will be well, there. Matilda's going to be all over you for sure. We'll fight. <laughs> you got mats. I do. Oh, sweet. Yes. Awesome. Got a dummy now. Uh, oh, I got one too. Yeah. I got it for Christmas. I, I think my mom legitimately Googled. She was like, I had been doing jujitsu for like four months come Christmas last year. So I think she just Googled what to get a jujitsu person for right. Christmas. She got me a dummy. That's awesome. Yeah. And she I nailed it. it. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show. You got anything else to say? No, that's right. it. It's amazing. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>